You want to bet like the Not For The Bay podcast? Go sign up with BetUS Sportsbook, where you can get in the game. Provides multiple sports, online casino, and live betting. Has easy deposits, fast payouts, so sign up today using promo code NFD to receive 125% in bonuses. BetUS. Bet wherever, whenever. Coming up on the Not For The Bay podcast, we will be getting into our annual, or well, excuse me, our weekly betting odds and spreads week 10 and also due to the recent firing of Indianapolis Colts head coach, Frank Wright, we are going to discuss a couple of NFL head coaches that may possibly be on the hot seat. All coming up next on not for the Bay podcast, but first things first, silent L. Ain't no love lost, I'll just move how I move Jockin' for position, I fight in Nilla too Oh, I got these niggas rattled, got these bitches so loose Tell them on the tone while she blow on my flu I got biggie dreams, give me, give me the loot No point, no selling on me, I'ma shoot through the roof Every day I wake up, I'm tryna blow it down This beat is knockin' weed, hittin' while I move through the town I discover what it's like to say, fuck it You can look me in my eyes and you know I'm up to something Took a little minute, but I like who I'm becoming. I want to take the time and welcome everybody into the Not For The Bay podcast. Uh, this is DeVore. You know what it is. Um, it's what? Last time we had this guy had a conversation was before week nine. Deepest apologies. Um, we're trying to get things back on schedule here. Uh, but again, this this episode, we're going to be discussing the week 10 betting odds and spreads. Also, we're going to be jumping into a little bit of uh, some some hot seat head coaches. Uh, going into going into week 10, who possibly may not end up having a job at the end of this season, the 2022 season. So extremely excited. But a little bit of what's going on, like a lot of things moving, moving parts going on in life, you know, uh, trying to get everything stable and steady. Uh, but we're going to try to continue to try to bring something a little bit more consistent. I always want to bring my deepest apologies, honestly. Um, coming up. We got the uh, we got the Black Panther two movie about to come out. I'm extremely excited about it. Well, I take that back. I'm excited, but I'm not excited because of the fact that we have unfortunately, due to the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman, he's not going to be in the movie as Prince T'Challa. So that's that that's going to be unfortunate. But honestly, uh, I feel like I feel like this that's going to be that's going to be a very very tough tough shoes to fill as far as the Chadwick Boseman aspect of, of the movie. Um, in the trailers, it shows that the sister is taking up the mantle as the black Panther in the movie. Uh, I personally, I don't see her as a lead role type of type of cast member. Um, but I have been known to be wrong. I'll give you an example. Uh, the Batman, the, um, the Batman movie that came out the beginning of this year was a phenomenal movie. Didn't think Robert Pattinson had it in him to be able to pull off a role like that, but I extremely enjoyed the movie. I, I extremely enjoyed it. I highly recommend it. Anybody that had kind of rough thoughts about uh, Robert Pattinson as far as an actor and also in the transition in, into being the Batman, I highly recommend you checking this movie out. So again, it comes down like it comes down to this. Like, don't ever judge a book by its cover. Like, be sure to just chill. Check it out before you voice your opinion. Like I've done this multiple times 
And like even I hate to make, bring it back another Batman reference. Even I even did it with the with the Heath Ledger uh, situation as far as him being the Joker. Phenomenal. Was literally about to win. Was literally about to win an award for that movie if he didn't pass. So don't ever judge a book by its cover. Just go ahead and and try it and see if you like it and then go from there. But I enjoyed. I'm I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to the movie. I'm gonna check it out. Probably. Well, I was invited to watch it tonight, which is Wednesday night. Nine. Uh, this is this is this is November 9th, so I was gonna watch it tonight at midnight. But they that might end up and not, not might end up not happening. And then, of course, yeah, it may not end up happening because I might end up going to go watch it with somebody else. So I'm 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 excited. I'm excited about the. I'm gonna be excited about the movie. Like this is a long time, long time coming. I thought I thought Michael B. Jordan was gonna come back, and I, like, I feel that's how I feel. I feel like if Michael B. Jordan came back somehow in the movie and become the black Panther. I th- I feel like that's the only way that this could, this could, this movie can knock this out the park. And that's my honest opinion, but I may be wrong. Shiri. I, I can't remember what her, what her actual actress name is. The sister, if she, she might, she may end up knocking this thing out the park and then we're going to come back next week, maybe and have a totally different conversation about it. But we, 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 it's yet to be seen. We're we going to see. We 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 gonna see, right? All right. So I wanted to go ahead and jump into the 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 firing of Indianapolis. Excuse me, ex Indianapolis head coach Frank Wright uh, had a forty a forty thirty three and one record with the Indianapolis Colts in the regular season, uh, one and two in, in in two seasons in the playoffs, or two 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 playoff appearances. Excuse me. Um, had a had a quarterback carousel going on in Indianapolis Indianapolis due to his time there. Uh, when he got the job, he um, he assumed that he was going to have Andrew Luck as his quarterback. Unfortunately, Andrew Luck he retired due to unfortunate circumstances, on just multiple injuries, stuff that he just just couldn't deal with, and he just ended up throwing in the towel. Also, we we had Jacoby Brissett come up in there. We had Philip Rivers come up in there. We had um, who's last year? Oh, Carson Wentz come up in there. Like, and now recently we just had. Matt Ryan, and then he just ended up getting benched. So, like, it's just been a serious quarterback carousel, and we thought that this we was going to be able to get this thing, the ball rolling. Like, before the 2022 season started, we were thinking to ourselves, well, uh, the Indianapolis Colts, they looking like a playoff team. Uh, they just need a quarterback. Everybody wanted to sit here. They wanted to judge the quarterback position. I feel like Phillip Rivers, honestly, in the past four or five years, Phillip Rivers probably did the best job, but people – degrade Carson Wentz in the performance that he had last year with the Indianapolis Colts too, as well. So it, and we looking at Matt Ryan and it ain't looking any better. I felt like Matt Ryan did a excuse me. I feel like Carson Wentz did a better job than Matt Ryan did so far this season. So if we're, if we're being honest, I feel like everybody, some people need to owe Carson Wentz a little bit of an apology due to what he had to deal with, with that Indianapolis, with the Indianapolis Colts. So that's just me. But, um, Jeff Saturday, I've that, that, that right there, that took me by surprise too. I'm just sitting there like Jeff Saturday, like this is this totally left field right here. Like who, like who would have thought that the, the 
the Indianapolis Colts would have hired a former, the former offensive lineman, Jeff Saturday for the Indianapolis Colts to be the interim head coach for the Indianapolis Colts who has no NFL coaching experience. Honestly, I feel like I think it's just high school. If I, if that's what, if that's what I think that's what it was is high school, high school coaching experience, but no NFL uh, head coaching experience. Really, all I know, all I see him on is on NFL, NFL Live for the most part, and on other other uh, football shows. But no coaching experience, so we we like there's there's definitely questions there. Now, him being as a leader, I feel like he'll be relatable to the coaches, considering the fact that he's a former coach. Uh, leadership due to the back to when he was playing, there were always. He was always one of the main staples with that Indianapolis Colts team with with Peyton Manning, Edrin James, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, and all those guys. So, look, we we just got we just had this conversation about don't judge a book by its cover. It's a strong possibility as an interim head coach coming in, he may end up turning this thing around, and then the Indianapolis Colts may end up going going to the playoffs. Who knows? But it's a, it's a it's a, it's going to be a tough road because no NFL head coaching experience. That's that's going to be tough. And then like, then we just, we just going to go into a whole new can of worms as far as like, you could have had other head coaching candidates to come in and, and be the interim head coach. Um, that's just, a, that's just a total different topic for a different day. I don't even want to, God, I don't even want to get into the minority thing of the minority coaches that may have possibly been on that coaching staff that could have possibly taken that interim head coaching job for the Indianapolis coach. We're going, we're going, we're going to discuss that at a later date. We ain't going to get into that right now, but just right now, Jeff Saturday, the interim head coach for the Indianapolis Colts, that's going to be tough. That's, that's definitely going to be tough. So. I hope Jim Irsay knows what he's doing, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, because that's going to be that's going to be extremely interesting. So due to the uh, due to the firing of Frank Wright, we uh, we're going to go ahead and get into we're going to go ahead and get into some other possible head coaches that may possibly not even be able to make it through the remainder of the season. And. We just we just I'm just going just going down the list, I'm looking at. I'm looking at uh, Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Honestly, I've never been a fan of Cliff Kingsbury's offense since he came in a couple of years ago. I just felt like it was very vanilla. It was a lot of Kyler Murray schoolyard bullshit type of make a play with the play broken type stuff. That's what, how I've always felt about the offense. If we're being honest, like I like it's never it's not a a typical a typical NFL offense where you just drop back and pass, you find the open man and you make the read and you make the throw. That's not what that is. So I'm, I'm, I, I'd never been a fan of Cliff Kingsbury and it just, you just sit there, you just look at these, look at these games that they put up with it. Three and six right now. Look at the, the nine games that they played already. Love offense is struggling. Off, offense is literally struggling. And, and Kyler Murray, maybe you can probably give him a little bit of the blame too, because I'm going to take this back to last year. I feel like him, his durability for him is extremely hard. He's very, very fragile as a player. He can't make it through a whole, a whole season. It's, it's just not, I just don't like it. And just the, the, the regression in the, in the playoff game last year versus the Rams showed it to me, like you're not the guy, but they, they offered him the, they offered him the multi-million dollar, hundred million dollar contract. So, I hope this thing ends up working out, but you end up giving up my boy, giving away my boy Josh Rosen for this. Like, come on now. So I, I hold, I hold a special grudge in my heart 
uh, due to this this particular situation. But yes, the Cliff Kingsbury definitely he's on my hot seat list. Um, I'm not just not a fan of the offense. It's just very vanilla. It's not creative at all. Like it's just a lot of speed guys making plays. That's it. Uh, next up is Denver Broncos head coach uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Like we've been talking about this for the, for the past couple of weeks. Currently sitting right now, the the Denver Broncos are sitting at three and five. We what the Denver Broncos made a trade during the course of the off season, gave up multiple draft picks and some players for for Russell Wilson, the Seattle Seahawks all all star all pro quarterback. Russell Wilson, then you go ahead and give him a contract expansion for over $200 million. And Russell is struggling. Russell is struggling. He is not looking like that quarterback that, that you, that you was thought you was buying in Seattle. It's not looking the same. So you're struggling offensively. You're struggling. We felt like this is another team. The Denver Broncos was another team where we sat here was like, all right, they're another team where they just a quarterback away. And we added Russell. We're sitting at three or five. We're what middle of the pack in the, in the AFC AFC West right now. Still, there's a chance, but we're not liking the product that's being put on the field right now. Some of your questionable play calling clock management is a question. Uh, you being able to, you be able to develop an offense that that's, 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 that's a strength for Russell Wilson is a concern. So Nathaniel Hackett definitely on the hot seat. Next up, we have Josh McDaniels, and I, and I and 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 a lot of folks we're 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 upset about with the whole Josh McDaniels situation because I feel like two weeks ago he literally gave that game away to the New Orleans Saints if we're being honest with each other. Uh, just the play calling, just not not understanding the player personnel that you have going on, like something about these New England Patriots ex coordinators position coaches that come in and get head coaching jobs. They just want to wipe the slate clean. They want to just, they want to get rid of all the players. Like I remember at the beginning of the season, they was talking about Clinton, uh, Clinton, Farrell. He was a possibility of going to be going to be moved. Uh, they was talking about Josh Jacobs. They want to pick up the fifth year option. They was talking about, um, man, who else are they talking about? They, they were talking about a whole bunch of players. Oh, Jonathan Abram, who he just got released, but you you get what I'm saying. Like they they just talk about how they just want to get rid of a lot of a lot of players and don't really compensate for them. So currently sitting right now, the Las Vegas Raiders are sitting at two and six right now, right below the Denver Broncos. Like I would, like it's 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 just it's just awful. Just just the play calling in general. Like look at the players that you have on your offensive. Josh Jacobs. You have Devontae Adams, Derek Carr finally got him a nice weapon. Um, I know Darren Waller has been injured a little bit. Um, there, uh, Hunter Renfro. I don't know why I couldn't think of Hunter Renfro's name. Hunter Renfro defense is pretty solid. Got a nice, got a nice front four pass rush going on with with uh, Chandler Jones and 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 and, and Max Crosby. So it's you have some pieces there. You just got to put that thing together, and it just seems like Josh McDaniels is not getting it done for for the Las Vegas Raiders. Even though he's a first a first year head coach, it's crazy because like it seems like the 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 uh the lifespan of head coaches now is getting shorter and shorter every single year. Like we really 
we're really about to we're about to pull the plug on this. Like Nathan Nathaniel Hackett, we're about to pull the plug on you. Uh Josh McDavid's gonna pull the plug on you. So like it's 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 crazy. But those are my those are my hot seat, those are my hot seat quarter uh head coaches right now that could possibly lose their job sometime before the season even ends. That is that it's a fourth, just one season. Like two of these guys on this list are two coaches that are first year head coaches. First year head coaches. And for them, and that Nathaniel Hackett's defense, I guess this is a lesson to be learned. Do not hire young coaches. Well, I won't say that because, you know, Mike Tomlin, young coach, uh, Sean McVay, young coach. Uh, I won't say that. Um, Scratch that. Let's just go. Go ahead and go with the flow. Uh, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to categorize them. But yeah, first year head coaches on the hot seat. Who would have thought this was this was something that was going to happen? Um, who thought this was going to happen uh, so soon in the NFL? All right, so we're gonna go ahead and get into our betting odds and spreads uh, for this week. Uh, we won't. I will tell you right now. We're probably not going to go. We're not going to do a live. Excuse me. Not going to have a pod Thursday evening. That's tomorrow because uh, I'm going to be out and about tomorrow. So I won't be able to do it tomorrow. But it's a possibility if you check on, if you go on the YouTube channel, we might do a recap. We might do a recap video of the Thursday night game. We'll see. Uh, But I'm going to go ahead and uh, go ahead and put out the promo real fast. Be sure to go ahead and sign up with BetUS. Use the promo code NFD. If you're going to receive over, over 100, 100% in extra bonuses upon sign up, uh, be sure to sign up. Use the link below. First game, the Thursday night game. Again, like this, I, I, I'm, I'm hating this Amazon Prime thing. Like who, who, like who? You having to pay for multiple subscriptions for you to be able to watch sports is ridiculous. I know I touched on this a couple weeks ago, but this is ridiculous. But Thursday night game, the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina, I mean, the Atlanta Falcons are the two and a half point favorite. Carolina Panthers seem like with PJ Walker coming in, they looked he, he looked a little bit better. Unfortunately, he got hurt uh, last week, and they put in Baker Mayfield. And didn't look any better. Uh, if we're being honest, I like the way Atlanta is playing. Well, see me, they have they have weeks defensively, but offensively, I'm liking the way Marcus Mariota is being able to manage manage the game. Like he's 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 doing a he's doing he's performing well above my expectations coming into the 2022 season. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the Atlanta Falcons, and we're going to go ahead and go ahead and take the two and a half point favorites. And they just came off a couple a game a couple weeks ago it was phenomenal. Like it really came down to the wire going into overtime. Like it was a back and forth fight. I was enjoying it for sure. I was enjoying it. Uh, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Atlanta Falcons again. I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons. The two and a half. I'm definitely going to take the two and a half. I'm not even going to mess with the over under, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take the, the, the two and a half. All right. So we have another international game coming up. 930 Eastern time. Be sure to set your alarm clocks. I believe this is the game that's going to be in Germany, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm, interesting. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, the Seattle Seahawks, they're cooking. 
Who would have thought Geno Smith coming in as the, as the, as the, as the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks? Who would have thought the Seattle Seahawks would be in first place in the NFC West? Let that sink in for a second. First place in the NFC West. Um, the Seattle Seahawks are currently sitting. Oh, they still have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a favorite, the two and a half point favorites. I know Tampa Bay last week, they had a Mirac wonderful comeback last week. Uh, go ahead, drive. With less than a minute left, Tom Brady shows the magic. You know, I've I've haven't been high on Tom Brady, but I'm rooting for Tom Brady this year for sure. But the drop passes going on with Tampa Bay, the miscues, like it's I'm like a Seattle right now. I'm like a Seattle. Geno Smith is doing his thing. Kenneth Walker, they they over here making the Adrian Peterson comparisons. He being the best back since Adrian Peterson. I'm liking what I'm seeing right now. Uh, Noel Sue coming over from the Chargers, being able to put pressure on the quarterback. Like, the Seahawks are looking pretty legit right now. The Seahawks are looking pretty legit. I'm going to go ahead and take the underdog here, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to say they're going to cover that two and a half points. Next game, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Kansas City Chiefs are a 10-point favorite. I guess the Jacksonville Jaguars, who Trevor Lawrence, he was the first overall pick a couple years ago. I'm starting to, I'm st- start really starting to have concerns about that. I'm, I'm really starting to have concerns about, um, really starting to have concerns about Trevor Lawrence because he throws interceptions at the ill the worst times the worst times so i'm i'm gonna go ahead and take kansas city to win the game like there's no doubt in my mind unless like like there's something going on here but uh, there's no there's no doubt in my mind that kansas city chiefs gonna win this game but the question is can the jacksonville jaguars cover these 10 points i'm gonna say no let's go ahead and take the let's go ahead and take whoa 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 we learned our lesson. We learned our lesson. We learned our lesson. Let's go ahead and take the over and under is 50 points, 50 and a half. That's tough. That's a high ass spread. Why would I? If I was the pick. Yeah, but Kansas City, go ahead and cover that 10 points. I, I, they can cover that. They can cover that. They definitely can cover that. All right. Next up, we have the Houston Texans and the New York Giants. Now, the Houston Texans, they're on a, a free fall. They're playing hard. Like, no, there's no doubt about there's like there's no doubt about that. They're playing hard. It's just the fact that they're just not talented enough. Like Lovey Smith, he was on my he was on my hot he he was about to hit the hot seat on my list, but Come on now, like Lovey, like you look at the player personnel, like they're just not talented enough yet. I feel like once they add some more, some more players onto that roster, like I feel like they can be a little bit, they can be, they can, they can compete with some of these teams. But right now, they're just not there yet. And I'm going to go ahead and give Lovey a little bit more time before we consider putting him on the hot seat. But I'm, I'm looking at the Giants. I'm looking at the Giants. It's not the prettiest way that they win football games, but they play a complete football game. They make sure they capitalize on other opposing teams' mistakes. 
and they they end up pulling through and, and winning games. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the New York Giants. I'm going to go ahead and take the five. Uh, you look at Damian Pierce for the Houston Texans. They're 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 very very dependent on Damian Pierce, and I feel like you going up against this big New York Giants defensive front. That's kind of that's kind of like an advantage for the Giants. So I, I feel like they're going to be able to contain Damian Pierce in this game, and they're going to be able to it's going to be able to capitalize and 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 edge away with this victory. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the New York Giants. With the five and a, with five. All right, next we got the New Orleans Saints at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the spread is one point. Um, here's the thing: this is this is tough because again, Pittsburgh they're on a free fall right now. Um, Kenny Pickett as the quarterback, offensive line shaky. Like I stated in the past, I don't like the situation that Kenny Pickett is being bought into. They can't run the ball, can't pass the ball. Um, defense is a little suspect too as well. I'm liking Andy Dalton with the New Orleans Saints. He's looking like he's more efficient than than Jameis right now. Considering the fact that we ain't, they ain't the Indian, excuse me, the New Orleans Saints don't have all of their weapons. I like I'm 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 liking the Saints. I'm liking the Saints. I'm going to go ahead and take, I'm just going to go ahead and take the one, I'll go and take that one point for the New Orleans Saints to come out and edge out this W uh, versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, next up, NFC North rivalry game. The Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. What we have, the Chicago Bears are a three-point favorite. Look, the Chicago Bears right now, they don't look like the same team that we saw, what, the beginning of the season. Remember, I had Darnell Mooney on my on my roster. Dropped him a couple weeks ago because he was not getting the ball. Now it's like we we. I feel like after that New England Patriots game, like I finally felt like they understand. Like, all right, for us to get the best out of Justin Fields, we got to get him moving. We got to get him running. Like my man runs a four three four. You got to do something with that. You got to do something. So you getting you getting him out in space, letting him do his thing. Uh, last week he had a 70 yard touchdown run versus the Dolphins. Let him do, do that running stuff and then sprinkle in a couple of bootlegs and passing the ball. Like even Cole Komet got involved for the first time and God knows how long ago my fantasy team too. I he ended up making a prediction where he was going to be one of the best tight ends in football. Mm. Still, it's still a strong possibility, but I made that prediction and that didn't turn out too well. You just added Chase, Chase, Chase Claypool from the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're looking for him to get involved. Up, up, take some of that pressure off of Darnell Mooney. And then we look at the flip side, look at Detroit. Detroit, defensively, they can't stop anybody. They did have a nice little morale boost getting that W against the Green Bay Packers last week. But I like the Bears. I like the Bears. We thought they was fire selling. We, we thought they was fire selling. But they looking good. It's ugly. But they're looking good in their own way. Like it, it's kind of looking like a, like a, like a emulation of the Baltimore Ravens offense in a way. Do a lot of, you know, scrambling with Justin Fields, make some people miss, you know, keep the drive alive, get some first downs, that kind of stuff. But Chicago Bears, they're looking offensively, they're looking pretty good. So I'm going to go ahead and take the the three points for the Chicago Bears. 
Next game, we have the Miami Dolphins at the Cleveland Browns. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. I look at the Miami Dolphins. Edged out a W last week, even though it was a controversial call with the with the with the uh, pass interference call versus the the, the, the Chicago Bears. Excuse me. Uh, Tua is efficient. Deep ball is still a concern for me, but it's efficient. Um, bringing in Jeff Wilson to compliment Ryan Mostert in the running game. Looking pretty good. Defensively, still struggling. I feel like you gave up a little bit too much to Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. We definitely need to tighten that up. Uh, when we look at the Cleveland Browns, they really can't stop the run that well. So I feel like the Dolphins should be able to run with ease on them. But let's not. And when we look at the when we look at the passing game, when you look at Miles Garrett, one of the best pass rushers in football, being able to, I think he has like one of some of the most pressures in in during the season right now. So it's it, it's it's going to be it's it's a tough pick. It's really it's going to be a very very tough pick. Um, the Dolph, like I said, the Dolphins defense is suspect. I don't know what we're going to get out of it. And then you have uh, you have Nick Chubb on the opposite end. The Dolphins. How are you going to be able to do that? Oh my goodness. This is a tough game. What are we looking at? Three and a half. Um, you know what? The Dolphins at home. Let's go ahead and roll with the Dolphins. I believe this is Jacoby Brissett's last game before we get Deshaun Watson back. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go. Let's go ahead and go with the Dolphins. Three and a half. Let's go. Three and a half. Next up is the Minnesota Vikings at the Buffalo Bills. I didn't get a, I didn't get an opportunity to talk about Kirk Cousins coming from behind, beating a beating the the Washington Commanders, a team who franchise tagged him two times. He celebrated the right way, like a G. He celebrated like a G. But. We what, what we don't know what the status is with with Josh Allen because he got he got an injury going on where he may not end up playing and he's the X factor. Josh Allen is the X factor for the Buffalo Bills. So this this is how we're gonna play this one because I know the spread is gonna change. The second Josh Allen is gonna be ruled out, the the, the spread is going to change. If Josh Allen plays, we're gonna take the three and a half. If he doesn't play, we're going to go ahead. We're going to take the Minnesota Vikings. So monitor this one. We're going to monitor this one because I feel like regardless, the Minnesota Vikings are going to be the underdog and it's going to be some easy money. If Josh Allen doesn't play, I hate to say that, but it's going to be some easy money. If he doesn't play defensively, they look, they look they're pretty good, but offensively, Josh Allen, he's the bread and butter. You can't, you can't do anything without Josh Allen. All right, next up, we have the Denver Broncos and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, the, the Tennessee Titans are the two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, Malik Willis didn't even throw for 100 yards Sunday night. All that trash people was talking about, Ryan Tannehill. I, like, I, I don't understand. People need, people, excuse me, people need to understand. The, look at this hand that Ryan Tannehill was dealt. You get rid of A.J. Brown, his guy. Traylon, Traylon Burke hasn't even been, is not even a proven commodity in the NFL yet. And you over here trying to groom him to be the guy. 
And who he, and Ryan Tannehill over here throwing the tomato cans. And y'all mad at him for the offense not moving. I get it. You got Derrick Henry. He can run the rock. But y'all thought the grass was greener on the other side with Malik Willis. I'm not impressed with Malik Willis. Two weeks in a row, I've, I've sat here and observed. I'm not impressed. He needs to hold the clipboard a little bit longer. We need to get some weapons out here before we even consider putting Malik Willis back in the lineup because last week against the, against the Kansas City Chiefs, look, the defense came out and performed. You got yourself a, got yourself a nice little cushion, a nice lead. But when it comes down to playing from behind and Malik Willis is going to have to throw the ball, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't happening. I, I don't see it. It's, it's not happening. So with that being said, it's still Ryan Tannehill's team. Let my man breathe. I like they, 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 people just can't get over the playoff loss against the, against the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, that was a terrible pick he threw. That's not, he's not a starting quarterback. Look, man, everybody make mistakes. Everybody make mistakes, but let my man breathe. When was the last time y'all went to the playoffs before Ryan Tannehill got there? Cause this consistently. Let's be real. So you thought the grass was greener on the other side with Malik Willis. You thought wrong. Free my man, Ryan Tannehill. Next game, we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Las Vegas Raiders. Interesting game. Interesting game. Where you have the interim head coach just Saturday. He's coaching up his first game as a, as a head coach in the NFL. We have the Las Vegas Raiders who are sitting here on the downslide right now who cannot sustain leads with Josh McDaniels currently sitting on the hot seat, in my honest opinion. I'm going to go ahead and go with, I'm done betting on the Raiders, by the way. I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to money line the Indianapolis Colts. It's plus 210. I'm going to money line the Indianapolis Colts. They're going to take this W versus the the, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm, I'm about, I'm up to here. I'm up to here with the with the with, with with the Las Vegas Raiders. Like they had literally had a million dollars sitting on the plate. All you had to do was grab it. And they ain't even do it. I'm just saying, they ain't even do it. So sorry. Yeah, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going. We're going Indianapolis Colts. Jeff Saturday gonna get his first win as the interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Next we have the Dallas Cowboys at the Green Bay Packers. The Dallas Cowboys are a five and a half point favorite. Okay. So the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers. You can see it on his face during the course of the game last week versus the Detroit Lions. He's not happy. He is not happy. I feel like, excuse my language. Aaron Rodgers is a jerk. Okay. We all, we know this. He's a jerk, but I like him as a player, as a as like one of the best quarterbacks of all time. I love him. I love him. Different arm angles, being able to throw the ball on the run accurately, like just throws a beautiful ball. But he a jerk, and I feel like when they paid Aaron Rodgers, they was just like. When the Devontae Adams didn't want to be there, they made the trade, sent him to, to Vegas. Like, they didn't provide any help for him. They was like, you know what, Aaron Rodgers? Fuck you. 
you figure that shit out. You, you, you Aaron Rodgers, you should be able to figure that out. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm just getting the ill taste in my mouth with the, with the, with the Green Bay Packers because of that fact. Like, you just, you just gonna leave my man out to dry like that. Like, we ain't get him no weapons. Like, you had multiple times training camp, get him a weapon, trade, something. Ain't do it. Now, there was rumors like two weeks ago when we had the trade deadline that we was going to try to do something with Chase Claypool, but unfortunately the the Chicago Bears' second-round pick was valued a little bit more than the Green Bay Packers. But if we're being honest, the Green Bay Packers, they're sitting – they're sitting – where are we at right now? Where are y'all at, Green Bay Packers? Who's, who's, who has the better record right now? Packers. Who's, who has the better record? One second, please, people. Green Bay Packers are sitting in second place right now. Well, they're tied for second. They're tied for second because the Chicago Bears are sitting in uh, well, have a three and six, too. So both teams are three and six. So it, I, I don't know. I don't know what to believe, but I'm just, I'm just putting this on the Indianapolis, excuse me, the Green Bay Packers front office. You're not doing your job. You're not helping my man out. He want to go out with a bang. It just seemed like y'all just trying to sabotage my man right now. You ain't even trying to win a championship. Get my man a weapon. Get him something. Cause like it ain't, it ain't, it ain't looking too good. Like Dobbs went out last week. I don't like Christian Watson. I don't like Sammy Watkins. You don't have Romeo, uh, Randall Cobb. He the guy, he the, he the, he the vet. Robert Tunyon don't look the same. Aaron Jones ain't, ain't, ain't being very complimentative. Like it just look, just look the Devontae Adams effect. For the for the Green Bay Packers is evident. Like the amount of attention that he get that he got, like he was getting number one receiver duties. Where you take the double team, everybody else will thrive. Aaron you ain't got to stack the box to stop Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones can do his thing. Everybody else can get can eat. But this is this is solely on the Green Bay Packers organization. Y'all get y'all y'all ugh. y'all y'all doing my man dirty. But back to the but back to the game though. Dallas. I'm taking Dallas. Five and a half. Uh, the protection for the Green Bay Packers ain't looking too good. That front four, like you just not able to move the ball for the Green Bay Packers. They're gonna be they're gonna be on Aaron Rodgers all game long. I don't see the Green Bay Packers pulling this thing out unless one of the other, one of those receivers they want to step up and be the guy. Like I know Lazard is 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 trying, but I ain't happy. I'm just, I'm putting like I ain't happy. I ain't, I ain't happy because. Like I want my man to get another ring, and you and you don't you don't have my man go out like a sucker, like for real. Like you you gonna make my man Aaron Rodgers go out like a sucker because you all y'all y'all too caught up with your pride and don't want to give my man some weapons. So I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and go with Dallas with the five and a half. All right, Sunday night game: the Los Angeles Chargers at the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers are a seven and a half point favorite now. The Los, Los Angeles Chargers have been extremely underwhelming to watch. Like, I'm thinking they would be a little bit better than what they are. The record shows. But I, this is a no-brainer for me. Like, when you look at the San Francisco 49ers, um, I know the Seahawks are record-wise are the best team in, in football, but the San Francisco 49ers, they didn't have the injuries, and I know we don't like to use injuries as an excuse. If they didn't have the injuries that they have, like we talking about the the Niners are probably the best team in football. Second best team in football. 
top three team in football. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the seven and a half. Uh, no, 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 no. I think the uh, Los Angeles Chargers are going to be able to cover the seven and a half versus the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, so we're going to, we're going to go ahead and go with uh, the Chargers covering. Last but not least, we have the Monday night football game, NFC East showdown, the Washington commanders and the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, due to, uh, Due to, uh, um, I wouldn't say complaint. I'm going to say, I'm going to say recommendation. Due to recommendations, folks feel like I should go ahead and emphasize on the Philadelphia Eagles a little bit more. The Eagles, they're undefeated. It's a strong possibility they may remain undefeated based off of their record. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Philadelphia Eagles. But we're looking at we're looking at the eleven we're looking at this eleven right now. We're looking at this eleven right now, and Taylor Heineke coming in eleven points. Do I want to? Yes, we're going to do it. Eleven points for the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to cover versus the Washington Commanders. Good night, Taylor Heineke and the Washington Commanders. So there you go. That is week 10. Like, I know probably my record ain't that good, but, you know, the, the analysis, you can follow the analysis. You know what I'm saying? But we'll be back. We'll be back for the recap show. That'll be Sunday evening for sure. Like, we got we got to be back for the Sunday. We got to come. We got to come back Sunday. Got to come back Sunday. But uh, be sure to go ahead and fo- follow us on our social media pages. This is the Not For The Bay podcast. I'm about to hear, man. And you know I'm up to something. Yup, 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 yup. Ain't no fucking guess that feel like Kyrie ain't no puppet. Got the heavens need an angel just for studying. Yeah, you know it's always a vibe when some real ones collide. Gotta keep some people around who know how to survive. Hustling like a nigga just arrived. Around the clock, a nigga loses sense of time. I done been through some shit. Yeah, I've been through some shit, but I can do it for what it's worth. Can't show no love, but the respect don't come first. Can't pay no mind. Look me in my eyes, and you know I'm up to something. Ain't no love lost, I just move how I move.